Welcome to Chucked. Hope you're having a great week this week following Easter celebration of Resurrection Weekend. And uh, Oz made quite a weekend. You did a phenomenal job playing Luke. Thank you. The doctor and writer of uh, most, to ex- most excellent Theophilus, lover of God, his, his, uh, his carefully examined treatment of the details and the facts concerning arguably one of the greatest historians in human history yep it's amazing i when i was listening to you i was reminded again you know thinking about because you open with that monologue piece of luke one like one to four and uh you know just christianity has not been investigated and found wanting it's been found wanting to be investigated mm-hmm. you know and when you look at luke's historical accuracy how he embedded those historical facts in there just to give an anchor of mm-hmm. truth. Uh, so. Most secular historians don't even produce the amount of work that Matthew himself has produced uh, about any subject, about any figure. Mm-hmm. And that's just the first gospel we have, let alone um, Christianity's greatest historian, the physician Luke, and um, who cites the amount of sources and detail and 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 whatnot so uh, phenomenal mm-hmm. so great job this weekend if you chucksters or chuckettes did not get to see matthew mark luke and john on the platform presenting their story of of integrating i liked even that lo- one little snippet where it was it was the three synoptic gospels together mm-hmm. you know and then john and who's not you know his gospel's different uh mm-hmm. It's uh, it was just really powerful. So make sure you go to southbrook.org and and uh, and watch it. It was I don't you know for Southbrook it was as powerful a half an hour of as anything we've ever done. It was amazing that all that took place in a half an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah, uh, it's really quite a lot in a half an hour. I don't think you could have stretched that longer though, just because of no, the no. intensity of it and everything. Yeah, I agree. I it was like uh, couldn't have been it was the right long. length. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't need to be. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was just it had visual. It had the the audible of the cross falling onto the ground and reverb on that. That really left an impact. And then the curtain tearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. So, so tee us up today. Uh, that was a great, great weekend for our church. But tee us up today and and uh, send us off here. Well, we have uh, the biggest thing on our week this week is uh, comes to mind is the Avengers coming out. Yes, <laughs> that's what uh, I things I have for been me. looking forward to this all week. Oz and I mm-hmm. with Gunny we're going to go to with the one thirty Friday. He's been so excited about it. Oh, Number one. Great. I think he's one of the only kids in his class that's allowed to to watch the Avengers movies. There's not really, from what he that's, tells me, that's, that's true, a big thing. True Macmahon fashion. There, you were that's watching big, Jurassic Park when you were five. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing for a little guy like that. That you know, when you can yeah. see movies, your friends can't. So for him, it's uh, he's really excited. But but so every Monday night, McKinsey um, goes off and has a meeting, and I am home with Gunner and. Um, and for I don't know how long, a handful of months now, we've just um, our routine has been watching some kind of Avengers Marvels movie during that mm-hmm. time, and so um, he's he loves the movies and 
And oh gosh, we've watched Infinity War. I don't know. I'm kind of tired of it now. We've watched it so many times. Um, is it still on? Ne- is it Netflix? Yeah, it is. We watched it um, two days ago. We watched it again. And um, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Maybe but we watched the first Avengers, and we watched um, you know yeah. uh, Ultron, Civil War, the main ones. You know, we haven't. He still hasn't seen the the older. You know, the uh, he's got to see Iron Man and, and all that, but. Um, so we watched the main one so many times, so he's so excited, but mainly I think he's most excited is because his, his best for his couple best friends in his class, they're not allowed to see it. So I think that's just, that's big just, stuff. Yeah. He's going to love to come big to class. Stuff. And, and, uh, well, it's funny because, uh, he, the way he is, uh, he's never been into superheroes, mm-hmm. but I always thought his personality, his imagination and his his romantic love of heroism and stuff. I never, it never, but it's changed so much, you know, now he's really into it because you guys have been doing that on Mondays, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause he's into it now. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's all over it now. Yep. Um, so yeah, we're very excited about that. And uh, of course the theme, the, the title of it is end game. Mm-hmm. And from what I've uh, read, how uh, oh, I read, you said you read some reviews. I don't, I haven't read any reviews, but I did read about the premiere the other night, in which they said it was pretty emotional film, mm-hmm. from the standpoint of these characters, these these heroic characters ending the whole deal. And yeah, um, so uh, if you haven't get you get your tickets for that because it's. Uh, it's difficult to get tickets, right? So we, we, I think. Well, I think with the tickets that we have, they uh, Fleming told me they opened up a bunch of other theaters, uh, times and theaters to show it. So I think that's why. Because when I went to get buy tickets, no one had bought any tickets for that show yet. So um, we were the first to get, okay. and it was still oh, wide cool. open. So. so we're not on the chiropractic row. Where <laughs> no. you, you, after you go see the movie, you got to go to the chiropractor. No. Yeah. No, not for not for this one. But uh yeah. We've done that before. Remember we did that with Batman. You know, it's Dark not as, it's not as bad now that these new theaters with the reclining seats yeah, the that's true. cuz they they've pushed that's them true. so far back. But um yeah, I haven't read any formal reviews, but I have um I've read the uh uh the Twitter responses from the first showing and um that is a different thing than a re- than a formal review or a formal uh, report of something. It's uh, you're you kind of take the pulse of people. You know, it's it's nothing really constructive. It's just the pulse, and the pulse has been it's very overwhelming and uh, emotional as uh, for this the the wrapping up of the whole series. It's gone since I don't know when it started. Oh three, oh four, oh five. Ten years ago, when 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 uh, Iron Man came out, was it okay? Mm-hmm. It feels like twenty. I was wrong there. Um, but yeah, the, the the pulse has been has been uh, pretty strong about it. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, we're geeks in that regard. We love that mm-hmm. that uh, narrative type. Uh, longings of the human heart shown through superheroes. We we have these longings that there's something and there's something whether and I always go back and forth whether it's it's allegorical or it's literal. But there's something about especially this this Marvel um, universe. There's a, there's obviously majority of it is co- very cosmic mm-hmm. and. Um, that can seem harm to relate to sometimes, um, but they've gotten better with each one, uh, especially when uh, the last one, Captain Marvel, 
that, mm-hmm. the cosmic battles there. And and um, Captain Marvel was amazing, by the way. Oh, it was great. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, it was it, it was a it was a little bit of a fine wine movie. Of, of the more you thought about it, the more you yeah. sat with it, the better it got. But the the like as soon as that scene where she gets up as mm-hmm. a little girl is available, I'm going to show that especially a player's box because it's just like, oh man, that got me. That choked me up. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I, I see the significance in, in a lot of the Thor, um, uh, even guardians, these, uh, these angelic figures mm-hmm. fighting in the cosmos, mm-hmm. uh, Captain Marvel. Um, there's this, uh, and I think it's in the trailer for, in this latest the last avengers endgame um asking where captain marvel's been and well she's been off fighting you know in yeah. other universes yeah. and it's so like, it's like michael you know yeah it's like yeah, michael yeah. yeah so part of this what drew me to luke and and part of the whole part of this past week and easter weekend and the 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 live monologue parts we did um, and my hand in writing that with Jordan, who produced the whole weekend and it was all her um, creative idea, was uh, selfishly I wanted to I wanted to be the one who um, orated and, and wrote out this this very tricky but crucial part of this whole weekend, which is Saturday. What was Jesus doing in between the crucifixion? Mm-hmm. And walking out of the tomb, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's in our imagine. It's it's a uh, a lack of imagination or a, a little bit of a fear to suppose too much into um, literally imagining things, figuratively imagining things. But what was he doing when he descended into hell? And that was and that's that's just a fascinating yeah. idea of what yeah. what did he do when he finally unsheathed the sword and descent into yeah. darkness um, with his you know with his band of angels and yeah. um and so that part of the, there's 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 something that I always take into this uh you know that helps with maybe the the marvel stuff and the um just these it's 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 physical but it's spiritual it's mm-hmm. it's it's composed of physical but animated by the spiritual it's in the cosmos it's it's human but not it's uh it's the merging of these worlds. Yeah, yeah. This, this heaven and earth reality, and um, so so yeah, and that, that, that going into the cosmos, and then the cosmos responding to this this figure, and um, and and so that, that's that's uh, I I I I like the the Avengers coming out within this um, this time period of of. Where is Christ now? What is he doing now? Well, he's interceding on our behalf. He's fighting the he's fighting the battle still, and yeah. and and warring with us and praying with us. Uh, we don't know where he is. Yeah, we can't see where he is, but it's it's um, it's not too far, and it's just on the other side of things. And um, so, yeah, that, I, I kind of wanted to have some selfishly some more control of that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it appropriate with Luke just having. But you're sounding like a preacher now. Maturation of his, <laughs> his, uh, his, uh, his interpretation of Christ, and, um, but yeah, I mean, that's just such a. Well, I think that's uh, you're hitting it for me. I know this, these figures 
in the Marvel Universe are angelic. You know, that's what they are, these mm-hmm. warriors. And uh, that's that's where, you know, when you play with your imagination and the merging of the worlds, Mark includes that after the t- wilderness tempting, that, that Jesus was with the wild beasts and angels came and attended him. I mean, like, golly, mm-hmm. man, my imagination can go crazy, mm-hmm. you know, with that. Uh, I think but, it's what's drawn me to, to Batman, too, is that Batman descends into darkness to do good. It, yeah. You know, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't surround himself with good. He becomes, he, 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 by death, tramples down death. Yeah. You know, he, he, he goes into the dark and, um. His method's a little different than Jesus, but. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Um, and I, you know, it's a constant thing in our life in intersecting the kingdom with people's challenges and problems, including our own, the constant awareness of what Ephesians 6 says is our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Mm-hmm. So when I have marital conflict, it's not my, my spouse is not the enemy. Mm-hmm. There is an enemy that is warring against our souls, Peter said. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the constant vigilance it takes to keep your armor on, to keep your guard up. And I'm not one who sees a demon behind every bush, but I'm fully aware as I can be at this age of having seen things that, whew, man, there's a battle going on in the heavenlies that mm-hmm. is very real, that merges with this world on occasion. And um, we see it played out in the dramatic problems of our era, of our generation, uh, and and yeah, I think I, you know you and from from your earliest years, uh, especially with the Lord of the Rings trilogy, you know, you know you read that when you were like six. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. Uh, you read that whole big. I don't know how old were you, like ten or twelve, like or eleven. Yeah. yeah, okay. I was like, it felt like like what is this I don't know guy? If I read at six. Yeah, uh, what is this guy doing reading? It? But you just loved that. You know that battle, that warrior um, deal, and and uh, life is not a playground; it's a battleground. It is, and um, and so well, unpack for the Chucksters and Chuckettes. Then, what will be what will be your mechanism? So when we watch a movie, we're not just watching it for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. We're watching it for its spiritual value. There's not a movie or anything I watch where I'm not seeing it through the lens of how does this express human desires mm-hmm. that are expressed through the scriptural narrative, mm-hmm. and how does this ref- how does this reflect the spiritual battle that gets integrated with the human narrative yeah. all the time? So for you, how will you watch? Avengers Endgame on Friday. You'll be you'll be involved with it on how many mm-hmm. levels and how many points of personal commentary and uh, you know application, etc. Yeah. Well, I I don't I I I don't do uh, like I, like we've talked about before. I've I struggle with enjoying things and just for as they were having fun things as they are and uh, so you know I will I'll, I'll sit there and 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 try to utilize it as a 
as how it can serve me and and what what function it can serve. Um, so, you know, I, I'm I'm very th- thankful for that we have such great stories and storytellers um, from anything from. Uh, that Steinbeck can tell us to John Favreau, you know, and mm-hmm. all in between. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's you know, there's so many ancient parables that are told through, as you know, through the New Testament that we don't really know where they got their root, um, their origin. Parable of the sower or the prodigal son, and all these, all these things. But as as the the rabbi would be telling these things, the the the, the those sitting at his feet would be would would be listening, would be taking in with one ear, but listening to the, the, on a soul level, beyond a physical level, you know, the other way of, of where, where is, mm. you know, so when I'm, when I'm hearing this, this, this man from Nazareth talk about the prodigal son and he, and he, and he twice talks about I, this imagery, I pulled you from, from being forgotten or I've pulled you from being um, being dead, you were dead. Now you're alive. Mm-hmm. And now, now I'm, I'm hearing the anastasis. I'm hearing the resurrection. Mm-hmm. And oh, this man, this man is telling me something beyond just the details of this story. So how does so how do I take this beyond just the details of this story? That um, that's a it. father should be nice. Yeah, like a good yeah. guy should win. Yeah. Well, what is it? What's deeper beyond this? And that's what this, they. Yeah. That's and, what that ears to ear, mm-hmm. hear eyes to see is not. Literally the words and yeah, let the reader understand. I mean, that's, I think that's the most. You know, I, I I was I kind of was dwelling on that this whole weekend at the Easter of just let the reader understand. What Mark saying that just let the you know and and, and uh, Jesus's words and and it, you know if you've given the if if given the um, the choice between taking something like the prodigal son as an application to just a, a better way to live your life as a parent or to take it as um, a a, a, a um, strong um, statement that this man is the Messiah. Uh, it, it is. It is in that context between those two wrong to take that as just a nice application for. Well, when when you know, be be forgiving and, and all this. Mm-hmm. But no, this is more of what it what it points to. Let the reader understand the real meaning of this. So when I look at the Avengers, I try to. Um, I, I try to let the reader understand and and and, and look at it in, in this way of this this cosmic battle of what does this uh, what does good versus evil look like in a new way and and, mm-hmm. and and that's what I mean about like literal or figurative out allegorical we get so much imagery from uh, you know in scripture of beasts and angels and what they may or may not look like and all this stuff and mm-hmm. that all comes from their own mythological stories and. Paul pulling from Greek mythology or Greek poetry, and um, and so yeah, and I think, and that's where I'm thankful that we have the same way to, to look at Thanos and to look at yeah, you know, and that's fun. It's great that they use you know Greek language for so much yeah. of this stuff yeah. too. Yeah, um, but uh, well, it's just so fascinating. We're talking about um, doing a series on this. The essence of the the necessity, I should say of imagination in the faith journey. And the the necessity of imagination in reading ancient literature, Mm -hmm. like scripture. Um, And, you know, this is is the downfall of religious legalism on this level alone, that when we make 
a journey with God, a, a checklist, we're totally shutting off, the, especially the Hebraic mindset of imagination. Let the reader understand. Let the hearer understand. Hear be beyond the lines and the sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, in John chapter 14, Jesus gets into this, and I was doing reading commentary yesterday. As I was teaching on John 14 yesterday at Pizza Paul and Mary, um, and he talks about this transference of God that Jesus did because he embodied God in, in the flesh, right? He was God in the flesh. He says, if you've seen me, the you've seen the, the Father. God. Yeah, the image of the invisible God, Colossians 1. And, um, and, and just to read this, just, I want to see your comment, hear your comment on this. Dr. Lewis Muirhead said of that great interpretive scripture, A.B. Bruce, whose writings I've read a lot down through the years, that people came to see in the man the glory of God. And this... Uh, this is certainly what Jesus did, you know, that, that he was the ultimate embodiment of the glory of God that went transcended and came through his teachings. It came through his teachings. So it wasn't just the weight of the words he used. It was all that put together and the way it was delivered mm-hmm. that, that, that you could see God in him so vividly and that that of course that's how we're all to embody god is that people see not just in the words we say but how do we say them mm-hmm. how do we communicate and uh i don't know i just thought it was fascinating as you're saying that 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 you know it just requires such a i'll tell our listeners who struggle with faith once you have the freedom to use the right side of your brain you'll see God in more places. Mm-hmm. You'll see the glory of God transmitted through story. You know? Mm-hmm. And you remember, you're old enough to remember when Harry Potter came out and it was all oh, evil and some, you know, there were there were Christians, you know, evil, evil, evil. It's about witchcraft. And, and the same thing happened with C.S. Lewis when he wrote The Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. You know, it was leveraging witches and such. And now it's beloved Christian literature. Mm-hmm. And when, when actually Harry Potter was, was, was merely uh, allegory, using the powers of darkness battle against the powers of good to communicate the truths, does that mean that everything within it is, is accurate? Uh, I suppose not. But, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just can't emphasize that enough. I, I know for you and myself, the the blessing of using the right side of your brain in your faith. Mm-hmm. What does it take to have that, though? Because I think of it takes energy to want it, right? you got to want to see beyond the letters, to hear beyond the words, mm-hmm. the weightiness of the rabbi mm-hmm. as he communicates parable, as he communicates movie, yeah. Avengers Endgame, you know, to see beyond that and... Um, it gets into a lot of theological discussions about, uh, you know, for us, we we chose years ago to remove the sacred secular line. There's Christian work, and then there's non-Christian work, and you shouldn't listen to non-Christian work. And 
Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, this movie's a little more acceptable because we think the director was a Christian, and you know, and so it gets into that. We we eliminated that and said, "Hey, t- truth is truth," mm-hmm. yeah. um, and we're gonna we're gonna look for the revelation of truth, measuring against uh, the ultimate standard of truth, Jesus Himself. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think this whole discussion is fascinating because it gets into a theology of movie watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it does. Yeah, a theology of book reading. Mm-hmm. Uh, a theology of paint observe paint uh, you know painting observings mm-hmm. things like that and um, the longings of the human heart and how they may intersect with God's presence in the kingdom are all around us mm-hmm. yeah they're all around us yeah mm-hmm. and uh, so you're so let you know say one of you know say that 22 year old guy who just finished college is out there and he's reinvesting his journey with God and he's trying to get that catalyzed. How can he use Endgame this week? You know, how how can he use I, that? The, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is two different, uh, not two different. There's two different moments that come to mind, but there's a lot of moments where this I think this comes across, and a lot of different times. It's difficult, I think, for the agnostic. One of the struggle for the agnostic is to, um, to whittle all of the universe and all it contains down to just a, a point and a singularity, one God, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a, so and, and a, in a, in a roundabout way, first Corinthians eight, six, and just, there's one God from whom all things and through us and there's one Lord, Jesus Christ and for whom all things and we through him and that there, there's just one this, and that might be theologically true, but there are so many other forces without around the world, and that, in maybe some sense, is great, is an easier thing to accept that there is a lot out there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot out there, but in the Gospels, and then and through the through through uh, through the apostles, um, Paul and the and the fortune telling young girl, the slave girl, you know, what is it when they when they're in the presence of someone carrying the spirit? You're the, the of the God of the Most High God, right? The Most High, the Most yeah, the High. God of there are gods. a lot of authorities, rulers, and powers, and dark forces in, in yeah. heaven and earth. Yeah. There are a lot of you know mythological gods. There is Diana, and there is mm-hmm. Mercury, and Jupiter, and all these gods that have great power. But there is there's one that um, that is uh, is out there that. Um, is doing some work in some other realm right now, but it's going to come back with um, not peace, but a sword. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's, I think there's something for the the agnostic in all of us that can I really trace it back to just one God, one word, one moment, one you know. I don't know if I can start there, but if I can start there, there's just, there's a lot out there, and there's and there's there is a God, the Most High, yeah. Most High God, and once there's a supremacy. Of one who is the the image of the invisible God and the firstborn over all creation, mm. and um, and that seems in in making it bigger maybe uh, easier to understand and 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 more fun. We, we like we 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 like you know we all good stories have to have that um, combative uh, element that struggle and and um, as you started with Ephesians six. Um, this has all been about a vindication over death from the beginning. This is how the, the people of Israel saw it, and this is how we have to look at it now. Yeah. Um, of yeah. We're vindicating good over evil. Yeah. 
And uh, there's one, thankfully, interceding on our behalf right now that, that we pray to. Hmm. That is the Lord Most High. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to end it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Can't wait to see the movie. Can't wait to see the movie. And it can be also redemptive in your spiritual journey. Until next time on Chucked, uh, I'm Charlie. He's Austin. Thank you.